Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, ben, good evening. Welcome. Good evening, Watto. <laughs> Do you, uh, I just want to weigh in on the on the whole rugby thing. I've just almost given up on the damn thing, mate. You no, know, I'm just going to go on a different tack from now on. No one seems to care. New Zealand rugby don't care. Uh, I care, but. Few others do. So why do we continue talking about? It? Well, why do why does the media and we're guilty of it here? Why do we spend so much time talking bloody rugby when clearly no one's interested in it? It's not a good business model, mate. You know, if you're if you're a company and you're putting a product out there and then suddenly there's no demand for the product, but you keep putting it out there, what generally happens to the business? Oh, it crumbles. It fails. All the media still seem to be in this habit of wanting to shove rugby down everybody's throat. Oh, it's because it's the national game. What I'm starting um, to see, in saying that, I'm starting to see more media pick up on things like um, MMA, and there is more coverage going to rugby league now. And it was always the poor cousin, wasn't it? It was. And one thing I wanted to to point out was on the radio today they were advertising tickets for the All Blacks game. I don't know who they're playing. They're, they're playing at Mount Smart Stadium. Playing South Africa. They're playing South Africa at Mount Smart Stadium. But tickets start at eighty dollars for adults. And I'm and I and I I was driving the car and I almost had to you know put slam your foot on the brakes. So I'm thinking eighty dollars. I would much rather spend eighty dollars on going to two Warriors games at Mount Smart Stadium. <laughs> and I think that's half half your half your battle there. Yeah, yeah. I know people will pay it, but I'm thinking, but, but God will, no. But will they pay? It? There was a time when you go South Africa here. I mean, what the hell are we playing? I know that's the FIFA Women's World Cup, but playing South Africa at Mount Smart. I mean, seriously. Dreadful. It's a dreadful. South Africa, the All Blacks, you're playing at Mount Smart. It should have been sold out by now, even at 80 bucks, even at 100 bucks, 150 bucks. It should be the biggest ticket in world rugby. I still wouldn't pay that, though. I don't think. Well, you might not pay it now. I agree. I wouldn't pay for anything under Ian Foster. I I just not prepared to support this damn New Zealand rugby. Okay, what are the only? Okay, put it this way: the only way. Well, who's going to turn up? Who's going to play? I mean, Western rotate. (laughs) The only way you will literally get me to a game of rugby union is if you give me a ticket. I will not pay for a ticket to go to a rugby union match, and I. Yep, I went to one rugby game last year, and the lovely Steve Devine got me some tickets, and it was brilliant because I didn't have to pay a cent. Fantastic seats, but I would, yeah, as I said, I would not pay to go to a rugby game, and that's just that's just the way I find it. I think everything you touched on in terms of it's it's like you know it's called like the water cooler talk, or you see what's on social media, what sports people talking about, and maybe it's because of the things that I like. I do like some rugby pages, but the majority of the rugby I follow is in Europe. But I always see lots of discussions around. Uh, the NRL, as you say, most of the discussions I see around rugby, uh, it's just comical stuff, really, to be, to be honest. Um, I, there was lots of interest in uh, the European tournaments over the weekend, which were, which was great. But no, that's not the rugby down here. We're seeing about the formal. I mean, but- you look at the state of our grounds. You know, It's the best super rugby competition. They play a game in Taranaki, and they've got the cameras on the stadium side looking across to basically – Holes that are going to be used to build the concrete pillars of the new stand. The floodlights look bloody awful. 
you go down there in Canterbury and it's still just a dreadful ground, capacity of 17,000. You're basically sitting in, um, yeah, some man-made stand of scaffolding. Yeah, but going back to the game in Taranaki, to me that was a complete insult. Not the fact because it was played there, it was a complete insult because Taranaki had not had a Super Rugby game in six years and essentially the people had to pay probably a premium price as well to go watch a second string Chiefs team, which is an absolute joke. If you if you don't get a, go to a Super Rugby game in six years, you want to see the best players out there. You know when uh, the Warriors played, and I think it was the Cowboys in town, 24,000, and our yeah. three best Super Rugby sides were all having a bye. Yeah. That bye, by the way, is separate to the rest and rotation policy the All Blacks put in place. And then you look at this weekend's game and you're thinking, well, it is weird, I don't have anything. Oh, what am I going to look forward to? Oh, the Chiefs-Hurricanes. I think the Hurricanes might have a chance. No, they're not. We're resting Savia. We're resting Geordie Barrett. And you just sit there and go, why do I bother? Why do they bother? Oh, I genuinely, oh, God, I'd laugh one day if these clowns running the game found themselves lying there requiring open heart surgery or some life, you know, needed some surgery to save their damn life, so highly skilled needed, the best surgeon in the world comes in and then you finally find out, no, sorry, he's having a day off, he's tired. But we're going to give you, we're just going to rest and rotate and bring some other guy in to give him some experience. Good luck with it. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, he doesn't fail on the brain surgery or the heart surgery or whatever that you're going through. It's unbelievable. That's how damn angry I get with it. I wish bad things are probably upon good people. But if you're going to continue to dumb things and kill my game, then I start to, you know, I start to become a little bit psychotic. I know, I know it's very hard comparing sports here, but I, I look, you look at football, for example, right, and... Just Premier League and Champions League games alone this season. Kevin De Bruyne has already played forty games, and it's not including well, this season. That's not including the FA Cup. That's not commu- including Community Shield. Not including internationals. Not including the World Cup. And he's he's out on the field for ninety minutes in most of those games. Yeah. Wow! You look at the basketball guys. If if you were to play every game in an eighty-two game season and then go the best of seven in every game, so you're going to be playing over 100 games well, in a season. But, but you go and look and they'll go, oh, yeah, but it doesn't have the physical contact. Yeah, but yes, but you, you grow up, you it's a natural, you, you learn to take the tackles. But, you, you learn to deal with the gladiatorial side of it. It's stop, start, you're not even playing the full 80 minutes. You've got six days off between games. I've got friends who are, you know, some of the best Ironman athletes in the world, swimming every morning for an hour and a half to two hours, going out and riding four or five hours no matter what the weather's doing, running 120 kilometres a week with workouts pounding on the body, going home having to deal with kids, don't get paid if they don't get performed. And there is Mark Robertson sitting down and trying to tell me about physiology and the need for our damn All Blacks to rest because they can't handle it week in, week out. How the hell are they going to win a World Cup if they can't play damn five Super Rugby games in a row? I think some of those other sports as well, I'm more referencing basketball, is a lot more physical than people realise. You will probably see with your kids. Football is brutal, man. It is. It's It's a a lot lot more brutal than what you see on the TV. But also, too, the consequences of a bad game are far more substantial than if you have a bad game in rugby. I mean, you are in front of people. You're there. You can't hide behind a lot of people in football. You make a bad pass, it's got serious consequences. God, I am sick and tired of rugby being built up like it's the hardest damn sport in the world and we don't get it. And look at us, you know, oh, trying to just somehow 
elevate our sense of importance or its importance. Rubbish. Try running 100 miles a week. Not one of you would get to 50 miles before breaking down. <laughs> they wouldn't, mate. I wouldn't even get one, mate, they to wouldn't. be honest. <laughs> Try swimming 100 kilometres a week in a damn pool. No, it sounds like and a And doing it yeah. because you just want to wear the black singlet. Yep. Oh, but it's tired. But it's quite interesting as well, kind of seeing the state of rugby in other countries. You see, like in uh, England at the moment, like wasps have gone into administration and pretty much been demoted. And that's a historic English club. And you look at, I know Saracens had the salary cap issues, but you know there there are some big clubs in the world of rugby struggling as well. And if and if you got clubs like that struggling, surely that is a sign of of the state of the game. And it's not just here. There are also problems in other countries. Well, why is basketball and football so popular? Real simple. Really basic rules. Cheap entry point, And everybody can play it. I don't know if you saw. There was, uh, there was a story on the news. I think it was on News Hub the other night. And they were talking about how in club rugby they've tried trialling the new tackle laws out. And the referees and coaches were going, yeah, you know, good for the game. But they've said there's been so much confusion Around the rules, in terms of, uh, I think it's I think it's the first guy comes in, he has a lower point, but the second guy comes in, he's allowed to go slightly higher, yeah. and it's it's just stupid, stupid crap like that, which which can easily confuse well anyone watching because they they change the rules so often, the tackle yeah, height yeah, and all that. How how on earth are you meant to keep up? You know, Ben. The other thing is like, we did that show yesterday with Justin, right? The rugby run. And Justin came out and he was really, really honest about the fact that he switched off. Now, stuff have picked up on it, and it's got some media traction now that Justin Marshall turns off. You know my first thought? I hope Justin doesn't get into trouble with Sky Television for saying that. And that's my first thought for Justin. I'm just thinking, that's what it's got to now, where you can't even talk about it because you fear that there might be some consequences because you're not buying into New Zealand rugby's narrative and while at the same time you're working for their media partner. And the media have to realise, actually, you should encourage comments like that from Justin Marshall because all you want is to be talked about. There's only one thing that's worse than being talked about, and that's not being talked about when it comes to sport, when it comes to business, when it comes to a product – 